0: Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin. Big tech companies are under fire again for failing to disclose key information about how Russia used their services to promote a pro-Trump agenda both before and after the 2016 election. Fiona Simon talks to Kieran Stacey, our Washington correspondent, about the allegations contained in two reports written for the Senate Intelligence Committee and their likely repercussions. So Kieran, tell us about the conclusions of these reports and where they appeared.
1: These two reports were prepared by outside consultants for the Senate Intelligence Committee, which is one of the committees in Congress that has been doing a lot of the work on Russian interference in American elections. They've been working on this for weeks and finally, just in the run-up to Christmas, they decided they were ready to publish and the Senate Intelligence Committee released both reports on Monday. The conclusions... There won't be a complete surprise for anybody who's been following this story. They find that Russia had been trying to interfere in the American political process for years and was still doing so. But what they do is collate, probably for the first time, just how vast these efforts were. They find that the Internet Research Agency, which is the Kremlin-backed team of cyber hackers and cyber attackers, They targeted pretty much every social media platform out there. So not only Twitter and Facebook, but much more niche products. You know, they were on Vine, they were on Reddit message boards, uh, they were everywhere across the internet. They even targeted games. One of the most extraordinary things in one of these reports, although it was known before, is that they targeted Pokemon Go. And what they were doing was they were directing users specifically to go to places where police had shot black people. It was a way, these reports suggest, of fostering and stoking up social divisions. So they really were very, very pervasive in their attempts to influence American society and American elections.
0: So is it just the extent of the interference that makes these reports different? Or is it the conclusions about the failure of the social media companies to act?
1: I think it's the scale of the problem that is surprising here, that is perhaps new. I think also the fact that they suggest that these attempts are ongoing. So one report from New Knowledge suggests that Instagram is going to become one of the big battlegrounds from now on, rather than Facebook or Twitter. And they say the reason for that is because it's very easy to put photos and memes that go viral very quickly on Instagram but they are also critical of the tech companies themselves. For example the new knowledge report says that the tech companies did not provide them with the full amount of information they asked for and seem to have played down certain key pieces of information when they testified in Congress earlier this year.
0: You've already mentioned a couple of examples of the kind of messages distributed by these Russian agents on social media. Can you give us a few more and how they targeted different voter
1: groups? I think one of the most surprising things in these reports is just how careful the IRA, the Internet Research Agency, was to segment American society and to target specific social groups. Particularly, says the New Knowledge paper, the black community. Apparently, this finds that a huge amount of Russia's attempts to interfere in American society were trying to stoke up racial divisions and trying to sow false accusations among communities that looked, or certainly using web pages that looked like they were black civil rights pages. So, for example, they created web pages called things like Black Matters US and Black Matters USA, which sounds like Black Lives Matter, but isn't. And people would click on these links and they'd find all sorts of things on these pages, including, for example, false accusations that Hillary Clinton took money from the KKK. A lot of these efforts, the paper finds, were about trying to sow malicious false information about Hillary Clinton in particular. This wasn't necessarily to make black people vote for Donald Trump, but it was at least to make sure they stayed home. It was old-fashioned voter suppression is what these papers suggested.
0: And has there been any reaction from the groups that were targeted by this misinformation?
1: Yes, the National Association for the Advancement of Coloured People, the NAACP, which is one of the big civil rights groups here in the US, they actually issued a statement soon after the reports were released saying that they would be returning a donation from Facebook and also they were encouraging Facebook users to log off for the day on Tuesday. Whether or not many users will do that I don't know but it's interesting that they were taking the step to return a donation that suggests that they feel very strongly that Facebook wasn't doing enough to target some of this activity.
0: So lots of criticism of the tech companies again and particularly this suggestion that they hid the extent of Russian attempts to manipulate the 2016 election. How have they responded to all this?
1: The tech companies are divided in exactly how they respond. Some have decided to try and keep a low profile and hope that they can eventually get their house in order and perhaps that some of the political heat goes away. Some have decided to respond so Twitter issued a response for example where they very vigorously denied that they'd not cooperated with these studies and they said that they do everything they can to try and root out bots and false information being passed around on Twitter. I think Part of the difficulty is there's a lot of information to sift through, so it's taking these companies a lot of effort and time and manpower to actually get through and give committees and outside consultants the information they need. Part of it might be they don't have the information, but there certainly does seem to be some kind of institutional reluctance to hand over everything they have. Now, whether that's for commercial reasons or because they're trying to hide something for political reasons is unclear.
0: And do you think this is going to have political repercussions either for the tech companies or for the the Mueller probe?
1: I think it's unlikely that this will necessarily have an impact on the Mueller probe. I don't think there's any information in here that was surprising in any way, and, and none of it directly implicated the President Donald Trump. I think it will have political implications for the tech companies. They're already in the spotlight, particularly on Capitol Hill, several... Congressional committees are looking into how they should regulate tech companies more strictly in the future. Whether that's data privacy laws, whether that's doing something on political bias, whether that's doing something on antitrust. There's a lot of talk at the moment about breaking up some of these big tech companies, which would be very serious indeed. None of those actions, of course, are necessarily related directly to Russian interference. But I think the longer that these companies stay in the political spotlight, the more likely it is they're going to see tougher regulation on a range of issues.
0: And finally, what are the politicians saying right now in response to these reports?
1: I think the politicians are saying what they've been saying for a while, which is that, you know, it's very serious, that tech companies need to take it more seriously themselves and need to do more to root out this kind of activity. What's surprising, perhaps, is that those messages are getting bipartisan support. So, for example, the Senate Intelligence Committee chairman is a Republican, and he was just as vociferous in his condemnation of this as was his vice chairman, who is a Democrat. So there's definitely a cross-party consensus that not enough has been done to tackle Russia interference. That's not something, of course, the president really likes to talk about because he views that as an attempt to somehow invalidate his election win in 2016. But there is now a Democrat-controlled House of Representatives, and I think there are Trump uh, opponents within the Republican Party who feel like this might be an issue to push very heavily.
0: That's really interesting. Thank you very much, Kieran. That was Fiona Simon talking to Kieran Stacey in Washington. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another news feature tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, do take a look at our latest subscription offers at ft.com slash offer.
1: Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin?